0: For a space as big as commercial cards, there's still so many opportunities to make a difference for startups. This is Tearsheet's Early Stage Podcast, and I'm Zach Miller, Editor-in-Chief of Tearsheet. Here's where we drill down on up-and-coming fintech firms tackling big problems in large markets. Joining me on the show is PAM's co-founder and CEO, Itamar Jobani. PAM provides a corporate card and management tools for companies to streamline their spending. PAM's combination of plastic and software helps company leaders approve, track, and manage vendors with rules to manage budgets and projects. Jubani joins us on the podcast to share his vision for smart commercial cards, why he founded the company, and where he plans to lead his firm. Here we go.
1: So I'm Itamar Jubani. I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of uh, Paym. Payam is um, a corporate spend management uh, platform um, that we started about a year and a half ago.
0: So before we get into Payam and Tamar, I want to hear a little bit more about your background um, and kind of what led you to where you are today.
1: Sure. So um, in my previous position, I was a software developer in a company um, uh, here in Israel that uh, was developing an AI tool for um, uh, diagnosis of rare diseases. And... Um, and I came uh, to realize the pain uh, in the credit card world through uh, uh, two episodes that we had. One was um, <clears throat> that my team um, was uh, was responsible for uh, for spending a few thousand dollars that we didn't uh, didn't need to to pay was basically, uh, we paid for some uh, cloud services that we didn't use mm-hmm. and nobody noticed it within the company. So after about four months that uh, we, we burned a few thousand dollars, um, the, finally the office manager in the company op- opened up the statements from the card company and realized that we are spending way more than what we need to and <clears throat> that made me realize that the the credit card world haven't been changed much um in the, in the past decades and there was another issue that was really bothering me personally um, was that i had to fill out you know i was an r d uh employee and i had to fill up um uh, fill out uh, expense reports every month and we used a platform that considered to be one of the state-of-the-art platform for expenses and and it was super painful and annoying for me. There was a lot of friction around it, Uh, emails from the accountant and my direct boss and and, uh, the office manager, and, and it was back and forth for really, really simple things. And I was part of what we called the, the company, the wellness team, mm-hmm. which was a group of employees that were uh, just trying to make the life of, uh, of uh, the, the culture of the, or the, the life of employees easier. And I was like, I'm gonna find us a better solution. So I started to look for a better uh, better solution for expense and, and credit card use. And, um, and I didn't find anything. And I went to one of my friends that he's the CTO of, uh, one of the biggest uh, uh, credit card company in Israel. I've been working there for over 25 years, and I, you know, I explained to him what's the problem. And he said, "Look, this is this problem is huge, and we see um, uh, not just startups but big corporations struggling with their." Um, with their credit card uh, infrastructure. And when I said, why are you guys not building it? He said, look, we are a financial service. And at the end of the day, we're not interested in building uh, technologies for the companies that we're serving. And uh, I think there is a need for, uh, for t- to build a platform that is really focusing on the integration between corporation and credit card. So I, 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 I saw that as a signal and I was like, this is what I want to do and I left that company and, uh, and we started PayM. Actually, one of my co-founder, Omer, was working with me at PayM as well, and, and we started, uh, we started that, that journey.
0: Awesome, and had you had any exposure to financial services before that, professionally?
1: No, actually, no. Um, it was something that was completely uh, uh, new to me, and uh, I mean, I was just a consumer. Of financial services, um, so it was uh, it was a journey of l- learning the industry, learning the players. Um, I uh, very early on, uh, we were lucky to uh, work with uh, Visa and created a, a very strong relationship with them. Uh, so we were invited to work um, at Visa offices in the innovation uh, in, in their innovation studio, and that was uh, probably the best uh, fintech school that I could uh, dream of. Um, and, and over there, you know, we um, met with many people within Visa or Visa partners um, and learned about the in and outs of the payment uh, industry. Do you,
0: do you think, it's Itzamar, that your um, fresh eyes, how have your, your fresh eyes, I guess, impacted um, PAM's involvement? Like, mean, meaning, you know, has it added or subtracted from, I guess, your experience in, in trying to build a, a financial services product?
1: I think um you know I think in in a sense, the fact that i wasn 't uh, that i didn 't grow within the financial industry allowed me to see um, the need first or the pain first and then try to find a solution rather than see the infrastructure and find a way to adjust it to the needs if that makes sense so I remember you know I had many conversations with uh, with this uh, CTO that I mentioned and some of my ideas, it was like, there's no way that we can build that. Uh, there's no way that we can, that we can allow a company, you know, interfering with our uh, approval processes or, uh, or other specifications that I, that that was my dream. Um, so it sort of forced me to, uh, um, to, uh, uh, to adjust my, or to, to take my vision and see how we can, um, how we can build it rather than like, Trying to take something that is already existing and adjust it in, in that way. Um, so it was a, uh, there was a learning curve for sure, uh, but at least I came with my set of, uh, of uh, my set of demands or requirements, and then looking for partners that can actually support uh, support that vision.
0: I uh, we hear that a lot, you know, uh, entrepreneurs that enter the space, you know, from from a different um industry or different you know different backgrounds and um a lot of times it enables them to go up and try to solve you know big audacious problems that maybe somebody within the industry you know thinks either solved or they're not quite aware of sort of the pain points. Um that's interesting. So can can you help us understand um what the space looks like now so before Pam came came along like how would how would corporations handle this? You mentioned sort of a software package, um, and expense reimbursement. Like, can you name some of the names and just describe, I guess, how what what the solutions are that are out there?
1: Yeah, um, or maybe I, I want to say something about your, your your other comment. I think you sure. know the the finance industry is is going now through a through a revolution where uh, you know we 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 saw that in the in the cloud services where. You know, uh, 15 years ago, if you wanted to build a SaaS uh, uh, a SaaS company, you really had to invest a lot in your infrastructure, and, and that created a, a really high uh, barrier for uh, companies to enter into that space. And then came AWS and and other services, and and made it very easy and simple for a group of very uh, a group of uh, talented. Uh, Uh, software engineers to build something. And I I think we see that now within the finance world that you don't necessarily have to be um, a big bank in order to build innovation within the the finance world. And, and, uh, you know, sometimes when we so when we are doing a demo uh, either to a client or a customer or a potential partner a big financial institution and um, they are shocked uh, at the amount at the achievement that we got in a relatively very uh very thin or very limited uh resources um <clears throat> so if i'm moving to your your second question you know i'm 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 still um Sometimes uh, you know it's it's astonishing to see very large uh, corporations um, their flows that they have around credit cards. So um, you know we we're talking with companies that have hundreds of employees that are spread into five different territories in, in you know in different continents, and they are right now have. Three credit cards within the organization, and they keep them in the safe of the controller, and he's the only one who's doing the the transaction. And and, and that's you know it's still I cannot I cannot I cannot you know um, understand how that works, right? I mean, they are they are getting in an email a request for an employee to buy a subscription or something like that. Many times, they're actually, the controller is coming down. Um, you know, going down to the to the employee's office and type in the the credit card information in order to mm-hmm. make that uh, twenty dollars, fifty dollar transaction, and um, and then you see sometimes um, like three or four people within the organization um, that their whole uh, purpose is to take that. A um, few hundreds of transactions of line that came in the statements, the credit card statements, and each line put that in the ERP system, understand what what, uh, entity within the group was consuming that, who is the stakeholder that enjoying that service. If there is a PD or PO, um, a purchase order number that related to that transaction, is there the vendor number that related to that transaction? What is the chart of accounts? What is the department? What is the budget? I mean, and it's all been done manually and it's, you know, I still can't understand um, how this seems to me so inefficient. That's wild, yeah. um, Well, what about uh, the technology
0: solutions mm.
1: well some of them i mean there are a lot of player in that space and i think mm-hmm. um at the end of the day it's a matter of execution and, and even things like integration with erp there's so many ways that you can do it um and i say th- i think this is just the the beginning of a revolution within the within the digital credit cards or the challenger credit cards of who building the best product Um, and i think it's also a a massive uh, market that have a lot of different niches and a lot of different uh, segment Um, and eventually each, each of those companies will find their own Um, you know they own cater and their own product and it's a lot about like what is the combination of product that you're building right Mm -hmm. Um, so credit card could be could be one of them and you know those companies that you see them expanding uh, horizontally and building more of a financial institution or a bank and uh, there's company that trying to focus or or really build. I
0: I would like you to name some of those companies can you talk about who you who you bump into or who you think you'd be competing against
1: I mean, I think uh, you know we've seen that we seen the space. I mean, uh, Brex was uh, Brex was definitely an early player within that uh, space, and and I think uh, uh, Brex built a great product, and um, they're still expanding in. A, in a, um, in a very fast uh, way, um, I, I think Brex is the, is one that expanding horizontally in a sense, mm-hmm. right? They are uh, really uh, now uh, with uh, Brex Cash, and um, mm-hmm. they're, they're really building something that is, at the end of the day, trying to replace uh, the financial institution from the from the get go. Um, I think we are less interested in in that direction. Um, I think it's also very dependent, it's also very um, uh, related to the type of companies that you want to serve. Um, I think uh, if you take companies that are uh, not necessarily startups uh, their relationship with the bank go way deeper than just cash management or checking account. Um, So uh, we're not trying necessarily to replace that relationship Uh, rather built a layer uh, between the credit card um, uh, operation and the rest of the organization, whether it would be the, would be the, the HR, whether it would be the TMS, the travel management um, that they are using, uh, or would it be their procurement uh, solution if there is any uh, procurement solution? And of course, uh, the 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 heart is um, the the ERPs and the you know the accounting and, and bookkeeping. Um, So this is this is uh, this is our uh, this is our vision. This is where we want to be
0: Got it. So so now would be a good time to talk maybe about um, Some the features that you have on on the Pam cards and and maybe how some of your clients are using it
1: Sure, so um, we really see ourselves, you know um, Not just as a credit card, but rather as a management system that credit card is built uh, in it so with our system, you can uh, you can uh, bring all your vendors or your existing vendors, or you can uh, set them up on the go, and then set up limits on um, how they uh, how how uh, how much they can uh, spend on. You know, one of the things that I uh, still see, you know, we know that in the consumer space where you sign a, you sign an AT&T or, you know, some sort of uh, communication plan and and then you realize that it was almost double and that was a year ago and you missed that because you joined and somewhere you signed and, th- and that, that price is going to be for six months or whatever. Or you see it also in SaaS where you buy, you want to buy 10 images of Shutterstock and then you realize or in the worst case, you don't realize that at the end of the month, they billed you for a monthly subscription for a year in advance, right? So, and and I think that pain, when you talk to controllers, you see that this pain is actually huge because especially if you're talking about large uh, organizations or public companies, um, they have a PO, they have some some sort of a budget that was approved for a specific uh, purpose. And if they give the credit card to a vendor, they, they basically gave an open check to that uh, vendor. And many times um, they being charged uh, more than that, what they agree or feel comfortable with. So with with PayM you can um, set up limits or you can set up an alerts uh, if you're getting uh, overcharged and, and you can create the full automation of how you want that uh, vendor to behave, what uh, department they belong to and, and so on. And you can even um, send limited cards to your employees that they can do the transactions themselves with those vendors. Um, and of course, <clears throat> with the employees themselves, you can um set up a whole uh, a whole, whole rules of how they can spend money um so you know there's different you see it very strongly you know when you talk to customers, there's some customers that their employees just get a, uh, you know, a, 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 a P card, or uh, they can do pretty much whatever they want, and there's other companies where a very limited amount of people are getting actual cards, and and um, if they're getting a card, they they want to have a very strict rules or strict policy about what they can spend the money on. Um, so we cater to to um, all of this, so an, and uh, an employee can send a request and get um, either physical cards, or a virtual card, or a mobile pay card um, uh, for the specific uh, for the specific need um, that they that they are having. I think a lot of you know a lot of what we do is that we try to be almost transparent. You know, where you see services that they what they want is that you will have. Um, as much interaction with the service as possible, we are trying to actually be transparent to that uh, organization. So in a sense, we're trying to um, integrate with many tools that the organization is already used, where it's gonna be uh, Slack, where it's gonna be the the ERP or the TMS, and try and wrap around our solution to the existing culture and tools that the organization uh, use, rather than build another infrastructure. And we really see ourselves as building the solution for the finance team within the organization. It, it's really who's, who is our uh, biggest uh, customer within our customers is the controller and the, the bookkeeping. And we're trying to make their work as, um, as easy as possible and give them something that they don't have right now, which is control. You know, in the ACH world or the way that they're doing big, big uh, transaction now they have full control over what they do everything is documented and account for but within the credit card it's sort of like a black box within the finance team that everybody is afraid of and everybody is trying to avoid it uh, because there's no way to really control and integrate it and this is what we're trying to do we're trying to to build to use you know virtual cards as a as a lego uh, uh or as a you know as a unit that we uh, built the existing um, organization uh, workflow with the, with those cards.
0: Got it. And and so it's Can we talk about? Um, so I think we have a good understanding of what you do and for whom you do it. Um, can we talk about? I guess your plans for go to market. Your plans for um, new products. I guess looking ahead, like what what's, what's on your plate.
1: Yeah. So I, now we, we, you know, we're still in a very early stage startup. We're serving, um, um, Bunch of customers that are very loyal, and uh, we build strong relationship with them. But we we see most of them as as a a design partner, and we are um, still beefing up our uh, integration and our product. But um, in the short term, we're looking to uh, to uh, to raise money and to uh, expand um, both uh, both uh, uh, globally and in terms of our. Uh, of our product. So, um, you know, we just hired um, sales and we feel that we can now s- uh, scale up our, our sales and, and we um, uh, hired uh, some uh, more engineers because we have a very clear vision of uh, where we want to be in half a year in terms of the product. We feel that there is uh, there's a, a lot to build and uh, we're excited about building it.
0: And is the channel for growth? Is it is it mainly enterprise sales? I mean, it's calling in on on big accounts. Like, how, how do you how do you think about managing marketing and and acquisition channels?
1: Yeah, I think um, you know we're less interested in the um, in the in the small uh, in the small accounts or you know the, the mom and pop or the um, the small uh, startup or boutique um, uh, businesses, and more interested in in a larger organizations and that is not a, you know, that is, that's definitely not a no touch or we feel that marketing is less relevant necessarily for this sort of sales. Uh, so it's all done through a relationship that we're building, uh, whether it will be, you know, different channels. Sometimes uh, those channels could be our partners or uh, companies that we integrate with. Uh, sometimes it, it could be our, um, our investors or, or the partners that we actually are working with and uh, with developing the product. Um, so it 's all I would say uh, you know a lot of uh, uh, a lot of um, uh, personal connection and, and and this is also what we are different I feel is that we 're not coming to an organization and trying to just throw our product and say, here, this is it, uh, try and use it. We're really trying to understand the needs and we, which with each organization that we're working with, we learn a lot and we build and our product become better. Um, and then we, we come to the new organization, we already have a set of tools that are in place that works, uh, but we also open to, uh, to hear how their flow is working and, and learn from that.
0: How do, you, and how do you feel about um, sort of the big platforms in the space, the, you know, the Stripe issuing and, and the Marketas out there? How do, how do you see yourself fitting in alongside them?
1: I think you know when we look at um, the, the commercial uh, credit card, I think this is, this is a huge ocean. Um, and building infrastructure is something that is definitely important. And um, whether it's gonna be um, Stripe or it's gonna be Marketa, um, I think uh, they are um, serving the industry in a way that they allowing companies like us to build a, a more specific um, solution. And I I really believe that there's that we're going to see in the next 10 or 15 years, the whole industry is uh, changing. And, uh, you know, I look at credit card that now most of us are using still within the corporate environment, I look at them as like a, f- a phone, a phone that was, you know, that even like a line phone. And now totally. we are yeah. talking, you know, and now we're talking about, uh, you know, a smartphone where you can do this and do that. And, you know, we're just in the beginning of that revolution. Um, and so, uh, you know, things that um, are are, right, super basic like mobile pay, Apple Pay and Google Pay are still um, in the early traction. Um, And the way their organization are using um, uh, credit cards is, is Going through evolution because if you were talking and, and this is a, a bigger than just payments, this is about the ecosystem that now corporations are working with, right? Um, Twenty years ago, you really had a set limited of vendors that you were working with, and you could pay them with ACH. But now, you know, every company have sometimes hundreds of small SaaS services that they're using. And definitely with uh, with the culture that uh, you know that many organizations have that each team can choose their own tools you know so you see um, a, a huge of huge amount of a huge amount of of, um, amount of, uh, of money going through uh, credit cards so really there is a lot a lot of uh, a lot of um, structure or infrastructure that needs to be that needs to be put in place in order to serve this uh, uh, payment landscape
0: Hey, Tamara from pam thank you for joining us on the tier sheet podcast today
1: thank you it's good to be here thank you very much